You found the Sharks Broadcast Podcast. Subscribe. And if you like what you hear, give us a five-star rating. Uh, about an hour and a half away from your very first code word, spring into cash with Sarah and Adrian, your chance to win $10,000. Woohoo! A thousand, five thousand. We got a thousand dollar winners all over the place. Five thousand dollars. $10,000 could be yours. We've got a code word coming up at 8. Yeah, you know, if you're visual like I am, which always helps when you're on the radio, I don't know, it's kind of a it's counterintuitive, but I just picture, I guess, yeah, this would be visual because I just picture that wheel of fortune that's spinning. What word will be the $5,000 word? What word will be the $10,000 word? Mm-hmm. These words mm-hmm. are worth some serious dough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You speak the truth, my friend. And they're you not that the tough. Truth. We don't have like chrysanthemum no. or encyclopedia no, or no anything like that. No, no big words like yeah. that. And I honestly, I, I got to talk to our uh, our board of contest people. But, you know, if you have a different kind of way to spell things, if you put the I before the E, I don't think you're going to get that penalized. Really? Yeah, no. Come on. And the more... You- Chances, the more times you enter, the more chances you have to win. So there you go. Yeah. Speaking of talking to people, TC, we're going to be talking to him later on in the show as we do every Friday. And you said that there's something that I should really bring up. Yes. With him. This, uh, you know, (laughs) not the hard hitting sports thing, but this is an incredible. I never give him hard hitting (laughs) sports questions. All I want to know about is, you know, when can I come over and hang with him and his wife? How Jim Rice is doing, you yeah. know. Uh, it's funny because uh, Jim Rice is very much involved uh, with this story. Uh, <laughs> Jerry Remy, huge confession, you know, revelation as it were. Jerry Remy, between the ages of, oh, I don't know, four years old and say 13 years old, his uh, hobby, his his craft, his thing mm-hmm. was uh, to be a tap dancer. <laughs> Loved tap. Uh, and he said once he got, you know, 12, 13 years old, he wasn't as proud of it as he was when he was a kid. But uh, he's quite good. He put on recitals. The most nervous he's ever been is for his recitals of his tap. But sure enough, his grandmother used to make him little tuxedos. And, oh, how uh, cute. Little, oh. He had like a, a gold the gold lame uh, tuxedo thing with the oh. cane and, oh, the, and the top cute. hat. I did not know that about yeah, him. Me, I never knew. Uh, and he says, he swears, and it's true, mm-hmm. uh, because you, you train your brain to do these uh, athletic things like that. He said it really helped him become an inf- infielder and it, with the footwork of you know turning double plays and stuff. Yeah. He always had an advantage, he thought, with his footwork. Living life by the eights. One, two, three, four. There's a very famous <laughs> dancer, uh, Savion Glover. Oh. And uh, I first saw him actually on Sesame Street. I think Colin and I, when Colin was small, uh, we were watching Sesame Street. And I'm like, whoa, check out this guy. He is an amazing tap dancer and dancer in general, you know? Yeah. So and he's a young, good looking guy, you mm-hmm. know? So Jerry shouldn't be, you know ashamed of that or embarrassed no by no that. well yeah it's just then sure enough uh so this is so uh, jim rice you know jim rice he's, he's a happy a, guy he is but a happy you guy. don't really see him laughing that much or that that hard i've <laughs> never seen him like this because remy did some like some old soft shoe moves i thought i thought rice was gonna fall over I, i've never seen him like that I, it was so funny to see it has been uh quite a week of uh, jerry remy the tap dancing king oh that's awesome we'll have to tell ask tc about yeah. that he's coming up at about 8 30 this morning uh, bring you down on a friday is what i want to know it's a shark morning show with serenade train it's 7 14 uh, we got the brain strain going on friday lie day huh a little lying uh brain strain for you today there's no doubt about it. People love the Kittery Trading Post gift cards. No mm-hmm. uh, no lie there. They're an outdoor tradition since 1938. Route 1 in Kittery and K. 
kitterytradingpost.com. So it's a lie-based brain strain today. The most common lie that we New Englanders tell our doctors is this. The most common oh. lie. Well, I would that, say wait, but we can't lie about that because oh, they weigh get, us. Get you right on the scale there. Yeah. God, I hate that. Oh, Don't that's, you? That's, that's what so it's all cheery. about. They're so cheery. They're so not. Let's just get you right on the scale. Let's just pop you right on the scale there, yeah. hon. They're, well, they're, <laughs> if I have a loss of even like, you know, three to five pounds, oh. they're like, hey, all right. You know, and then the one I don't, and that silence, they just go, ooh. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> but yeah, the most common lie that we tell our doctors here in New England, it's this. What is it? 877-45-SHARK. That's 877-457-4275. Give it a shot. If you get the answer that we're looking for, you win a gift certificate to Kittery Trading Post. Lover boy working for the weekend. Coming up next on The Shark. Morning show with Sarah and A Train. It's seven twenty-eight. It's Friday, 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 Friday. Oh yes, and uh, closing down to a springing in cash. Counting down to springing into cash here. Top of the hour, uh, code word number one. Oh you know. yeah, yeah, that's right. And if you, we were just talking about the Shark app uh, off the air, and I know it's brain strain time, and we'll we'll get to that in in one second. But the Shark app is so easy. And it's user friendly, and it'll remind you about these code words. Who couldn't use a thousand, five thousand, or ten thousand dollars? Yeah, for whatever. Yeah, you know, you, we get in the middle of our day, and we get busy, and then all of a sudden, bloop! There we go, little yeah. uh, little alert on there telling you that. Uh, and sure enough, it works like clockwork. Mm-hmm. Here comes the code word. Put that in. Yep, we, yep. I mean, we want you to win. We, we totally want you do. To win so bad. Time now for the brain strain. <laughs> your chance to win a kittery. Uh, Trading Post gift certificate, another valuable prize, which is givers here at the Shark, you know? I guess so. Yeah. Prizes everywhere. Your question for today, Train? Yeah, we're lying today. The most common lie that we New Englanders tell our doctors is this. What is it? Johnny C. Oh, oh, Johnny C. Hang on just one second. Okay. Good morning. Go ahead. Johnny C. And he's got it. He's pretty confident. How much you drink? Oh, Johnny oh, C. It's oh. drinking the booze. Yeah, baby. Way to go, Johnny C. Right out of the gate. Yeah, because she asked me to the Super Bowl. The Pats are playing. How many I had? I don't lie. I only had three. Six packs. <laughs> ah. Hey, there we go. <laughs> Johnny C. <laughs> you got to give the liver a workout never, every once in a while. I never felt so confident in any of my victories. <laughs> hey. Very good. Well, you are exactly right, Johnny. Good for you. Now, the new diet, Sarah, you're not drinking probably much, right? Because that's, that's, I'm on a diet. But the, the beer is tough to give up. It is. Yeah. Well, I don't. I was never a beer drinker, and between you and me, the vodka is uh, easier to digest and doesn't really show up on the scale as much. So you know. So it's good for you. That's, that, well, I'll take uh, a little well, advice. I didn't say it was good for you. Anyway, Johnny C, you hang on just for one sec. There we go. Yeah, I was kind of always... not advocating <laughs> chugging the vodka. Well, yeah, they claim right. I've heard that that the clearer. Liquors are uh, well. More yes, I mean now that we're on the subject, healthful. yes, that it's not really healthful. Oh, okay. It's just that they are. <laughs> they don't have as much like beer. It's got hops, right? Oh yes, and it's got a wheat and barley and you know all these things that have a lot of things that stick to you. Mm-hmm. You know they it, that stuff sticks to you, and of course wine turns into sugar. So does any kind of alcohol. It just turns to sugar, um, but. A clear, yeah, they do say that a clear um, spirit, shall we say, 
uh, goes right through All right. And like, that it does. The thing is... Oof, with, the morning after. <laughs> vodka lately, I always thought it was potatoes, potato-based and everything. And now it's wheat and corn and all this. They make it out of all this stuff. All kinds of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Anyway, congratulations, Johnny C. <laughs> We've got Queen and Eddie Money on the way next on the Shark. Uh, win. Not that this is a gambling thing, you know, but... Who isn't in the mood to win cash? Yeah, again, every one of these spring into cash code words, you almost think about it like, uh, you know, when you do the old, uh, you know, 50-50 tickets. And like every ticket that you put in the in the box, it's yep. just you have that much better of a chance. It's just kind of like that. True. Every code word greatly increases the chances that uh, you're going to be the one. True. It's an amazing thing. It's very exciting. Coming up just after 8 o'clock this morning, we're going to be speaking with Governor Chris Nunu, asking him about the mask mandate. And also, the state of New Hampshire is suing the Commonwealth of Massachusetts based on the income tax. There were people that, you know, thousands of people. And 93 South proves thousands of people. (laughs) And the Ever Turnpike going from New Hampshire into... Massachusetts commute from the 603 to Mass. Yeah, so this is... Uh, they're still yeah. taking income tax out of the paychecks, and that's unconstitutional, so says New Hampshire. This might be something that, you know, hundreds of years from now, people will look back on this this case, you know, and just for interstate, you know, money-flowing uh, situations here. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how the, how they rule and what, what happens. Yeah. Yeah, it's very interesting. It's personally going to affect me, so I'm going to ask him about that and see if there's any movement. The case is uh, in front of the Supreme Court right now, mm-hmm. so let's see. Let's hope about that. That's coming up just after 8 o'clock. Also on the way, we got Prince and you, too. I'm... It's the Shark Morning Show with Sarah and A-Train. Welcome to your Friday. Coming up in just a few minutes, another chance for you to win cash up to $10,000 could be yours. Very exciting things uh, happening. We give you 10 shots each and every day. Something happened to me yesterday, Train, and I thought of you, and I had to ask you about it. Ah, uh-huh, okay. Uh, there is, a, first of all, there's a survey that was done, um, the, the things that make you the happiest. There are simple pleasures in life that make people happy. Well, the you know, there's a few doing exercise, finishing a good book, watching a favorite movie, a nice dinner, listening to your favorite songs is number uh, one, which made that. me happy, right? You're welcome, Shark Nation, for all these amazing <laughs> classic hits. <laughs> but there's another one uh, that I thought was very interesting. Spotting a bird that you've never seen before. Guess what happened to me oh, yesterday? What happened? I got I to put on my forest ranger train hat for this, I think. I saw three birds that that I have seen before. Okay. I mean, they are birds that I've seen. There was one that I didn't recognize, but maybe a purple finch, mm-hmm. I think, okay. was kind of flying around. But I don't see purple finches very often. Yeah, those, they're very rare. Oh, cool. So uh, you saw three birds. I thought you were going to go, go into... Um, but there's a punchline. Uh-huh. Three birds that looked at me. Oh, okay. They looked at me. Oh, all right. And so there were three of them. I, I want to get my Native American friends on the horn here <laughs> and talk to them uh-huh. because that's got to be significant. Oh, yeah. I uh, That's so cool. You get eye contact. Usually you get that only with deer, you know, early in the morning when mm-hmm. they're uh, looking at you. But from a bird, they generally fly away before they even have any kind of I eye contact. I think it was a purple finch. 
There was one out back here at the radio station because we have that nest, which is a robin's nest, mm-hmm. but it wasn't a robin. Okay. It was like a purple finch or something. There's some bird I didn't recognize was standing there looking at me <laughs> from outside in through the door. I okay. was looking at, at this bird. Yeah. And, you know, they didn't look at me long, but definite eye contact. So I'm like, oh, that's weird. What a pretty bird. Okay. So then I go home and I see a robin in my front lawn. Yep. The robin is walking around like, you know, picking at the ground or whatever, trying to find worms or whatever. That robin looked at me, huh. made eye contact. And didn't fly away, just kind of turned around and start, you know, how they sprint and then they stop. They yep. sprint and then they stop. Yeah. Yeah. So it was doing that okay. yesterday. Okay. This is this is weird that they're looking right directly it's at bizarre. you. bizarre. Yeah. I'm huh. telling you. And then I went inside my house and a blue jay came to my um, backyard and I have a, you know, like a, I have a deck and it's yep. got a fence around it and it landed on one of the posts, one of the deck posts. And it sat, it sat there and stared at me. I'm like, what is it with the birds? <laughs> oh, that's that's Thank so strange. And that, yeah, yeah, it's very strange because if you see a dead bird in your path, that's bad. That's oh. bad news. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. Wow. That, I, don't know. I guess swatting I'm a bird like that you've that. never seen before. I was surprised to see that on the list, though. That that's what Americans love to see. It just shows that uh, people love the birds, and uh, I'm all for nature, so I love to see that. That's yeah. very common for Americans to love seeing new birds. Yeah, I would really love to figure out what it means when three different type of birds look yeah. at you in the eye. I was going to say, does uh, that mean that I'm going to hit the ten grand? I'm not eligible. <laughs> the, the reggae uh, icon, uh, you know, Bob Marley with the three little birds. Maybe that means that every little thing's going to be all right. Drop the mic. <laughs> oh my goodness! I think you might be right. I think I'm gonna play Three Little Birds. Right oh, now. Wait one second. okay. I gotta get it from the uh, from the library here. Hang on, just one second. I think you're right, Train. Yeah, that might be right. I bet you that was a house finch that looked at you first too. That that was my guess. Because so purple finches are way up north. All right. Oh. I think I'm gonna cry. Governor okay. Chris Nunu on the phone with us, and he wants to re- have a small reminder. He did lift the mask mandate yesterday, and uh, you want to remind people of something, Governor? This is a small reminder. Businesses can still do what they want. People, of course, we encourage them to do what they want. But the state, you know, mandating it from above, from you know Pittsburgh to, to Nashua, is, is a very different story. And yeah. so we, we appreciate everyone kind of. Working through that, but we're there. We've, we've dropped the fatality rate ninety five percent in just the past couple months. Vaccines are going out uh, faster than anywhere in the country, and and that's just a lot to be proud of. And we can move on with a lot of the flexibilities that we've been waiting for. That's all, Governor. I'm a huge fan of Vinny. Uh, whoever the programmers were for the Vinny uh, setup, could you please give them all of the Kittery Trading Post gift cards that we have on hand? <laughs> No, they've done a phenomenal job behind the scenes. As you know, the federal system we tried early on just stunk. I mean, it was such a junker. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know where the trash bin is that we're going to throw that thing in, but it's not big enough that way. But Vinny came in and saved the day. It's been very flexible, and it's allowed a lot of folks to move up. And we just we tell people all the time, go back on 
because we're always adding in more appointments. Yeah. So go back on and move yourself up. I also think that, I don't know, you have a cheerleader for the National Guard because I'm telling you, they oh. are so happy and so nice. Wonderful. Yeah. Every every the one the of them, they're like, you know, and the police officers that are there, they're like, hey, hi, how you doing? They're just, they make it a, you know, a pleasant experience, really. Early on, like four years ago when I first became governor, it seems yeah. like a lifetime ago, one thing I said was customer service, right? Oh. Government has to get back to customer service. And it was a little bit what I brought in the private sector running Waterville Valley when I, uh, my job was to make sure that the, you know, the list ran on time, yep. the cheeseburgers were warm and all that sort of thing. <laughs> and uh, so we just want to do our best, not easy, but do our best. And they emulate that. Uh, you just can't say thank you enough. It's just been phenomenal. And it's been, like I said, a model for the entire country. So, Governor, I want to ask you, the state of New Hampshire is suing the uh, 617, uh, the state of the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Mm. Any movement are on they that? The 617, or? Are they the 781? <laughs> are they the 50? They don't even know who they are now. <laughs> My goodness. What's going on with that? Well, we're waiting to see the Supreme Court in the next couple weeks. It's, it's really taken a lot longer than we thought, but the Supreme Court in the next couple weeks will decide whether they want to hear the case. Now, we think they will because more than a dozen other states are joining us. They're kind yeah. of, yeah. because it's not just a ta- income tax issue between us. Other states that even have income taxes, they're, they're kind of so greedy about their income taxes. They're having the same issues. New York and New Jersey are battling it out in Pennsylvania. Oh, right. So every state kind of has an interest in this concept of, look, if you're living and working in, you know, in your home state, even though you might be working for a company out of state, yeah. you know, you are, should be subject to those taxes or in the state, in the case of New Hampshire, lack of taxes. Right. Uh, and, and it is a lot. I mean, it's, it's five, six percent, right? Oh, yeah, I mean, it's a lot. Are you getting a five or six percent raise all of a sudden because you, you can now work remotely? Oh, That's I'm awesome. telling you. That is terrific. We just want to protect that. And so we'll find out in the next... Uh, Hopefully in the next couple of weeks, whether they take the case up. But we, we feel, still feel very, very confident. Well, it's personally going to affect me because my husband, uh, we live in New Hampshire and he works in Massachusetts. So it would be a I can't wait to get that check if this goes through and we win, you know, get to get all that money back for all the months that he stayed home to work. That would be awesome. Well, you're going to have to get that check from the state of Massachusetts, and it's going to take the jaws of life to pry it out of there. Probably. I don't even know what's going to happen with that. And, and again, obviously, if they've been inappropriately collecting taxes, they're going to have to kind of be held to that. But we're just trying to win the case. The first step is let's win the case. Yeah. And, and then, then we'll figure out how, to, how folks can, can get to recoup some of their money back. I got a quick one, uh, Governor. So uh, this week, uh, you talked to David Muir, World News Tonight. You got to Dr. Fauci, and then, of course, uh, Sarah and A-Train. Who's your favorite? <laughs> Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Let me tell you, David Muir and, and Dr. Fauci, they don't know the lyrics to Def Leppard songs. <laughs> but you do. But you do. They don't, a have warm a feeling inside. Awesome. they don't have a 603 area code, but you do. I don't, I don't think I trust anybody without a 603 area code, to be very frank about it. That's true. That's <laughs> true. All right. Well, I go. think we got our answer there, yep. Train. I love it. All right. Thank you so much, Governor. Chris Anudu, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so Thanks, much. Guys. All right. Hey, be safe, everybody. All right. Thank you so much. Who are you? Who are you? We're the Shark Morning Show with Sarah and A-Train. It is time to play Who Are You? It's a fun game. You pick a celebrity, give the other person three or more clues, try to figure out who that celebrity is. All this week, you know, it was tax week, so I figured it'd be kind of fun to do uh, big stars who've had big problems with their taxes. Uh, This celebrity, she, uh, back in 2010, had a tax lien filed against her for $1.7 million in unpaid taxes. Oh, boy. She is Canadian. 
a West Coast Canadian. Alanis Morissette. N- no, it's not Alanis. Um, Celine West- Dion. <laughs> She's uh, born uh, British Columbia. And um, she first came into fame on the TV show Home Improvement in 1991. She then left for the shores of Malibu uh, just a year later to become a probably one of the most famous women on the entire planet because it became syndicated uh, worldwide. Very popular show. The most popular show in the entire world from 1992 to 1997. She oh, was the star. She must have been on Sex in the City. Nope. I got a good one, though. I, okay. I love this clue, Sarah. So uh, the receptionist on... Oh, Pam. Yeah. Is it Pam? No. Well, if her if she went through with her marriage to Roy, her name would have been this name. Uh, so Pam is correct. What's the last name of uh, Roy? I don't know. Okay. It was, it was kind of a funny thing. It's a woman uh, named Pam who's Barb, Canadian. She played Barb Wire back in the 90s. That was her big movie where she had... Uh, uh, yep. She's Canadian and uh, her Bay, name is Bay, Pam. Baywatch was the uh, oh the show. Pam Pamela Anderson. Yeah. Oh, she's Canadian. I keep yeah. forgetting. She seems as American as apple pie. That's mm-hmm. why I just didn't. Huh? Yeah. Like, well, British, maybe that's not why. Yeah. Vancouver area is kind of it's kind of L.A. like. It's like almost like oh. L.A. North. Oh, yeah. no kidding. Yep. All right, Pam Anderson. Yeah. There you go. One point seven million. Woo! Tax evasion. I would not doubt that. Uh-huh. You know. <laughs> Anyway, we could go on about Pam Anderson, but, you know, you can talk amongst yourselves about Pam. Uh, Right now, we have a birthday. Very special birthday today. He is one of our favorite individuals on the planet, born upon this day in Nashville, Tennessee. I never knew that. I never knew he was born in Nashville, Tennessee. This guy has had one job his whole life. Just one. He was born to do it. He's never done anything else. He'll do it until he dies. After he retires, he's going to find something else. It's very, very similar, and he's going to do that. But my guess is that he's going to die on the football field. Oh. uh, Tom Tom Brady wasn't born in Nashville. No. April 16th, 1952, this guy was born. Wow. A football player... Uh, for for real. Well, well, I didn't yeah. say he was a player. Okay. Oh, is it? Um, it's not Al Michaels, the broadcaster. Nope. No? Oh. This guy lives, eats, breathes football. Uh-uh. Everything is football. He is the, the foremost football person uh, yes. in the world. He was born. He came. He popped out of his mama's wound womb. Wound. <laughs> Same thing. And said, okay, let's go. Let's go. Uh, uh, it's not Bill Belichick. It is Bill Belichick. Oh, he was born in Nashville. I had no idea. Huh. I know. Yeah. I didn't know he was born in Imagine Nashville. him singing a country, a country song. That'd be unbelievable. <laughs> I, uh, we got a pickup truck. I have, I have, <clears throat> I have uh, I have ice cold beer. I have ice cold beer and a pickup truck. Maybe, maybe he'd be a good country singer. I don't think so. No? Mm, yeah, no. I like my dog. His name's Nike. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think so. <laughs> but yeah, he's been a coach since the day he was born. Yeah. So there you go. Happy Nashville. birthday. Uh, Nashville. 
Nashville Bill. Nashville Bill. Exactly. <laughs> if it's your birthday today, happy birthday to you, too. We've got Tom Karen coming up next. Our Everything Boston Sports Insider on the way. Huh? It's the Shark Morning Show with Sarah and A-Train. It's Friday, 845. At about this time, we talk to our friend TC. Yeah, our Boston Sports Insider, TC. Good morning. Good morning. All right, so uh, Train tells me that Jim Rice was in tears, rolling around laughing at Jerry Remy and his tap dancing skills. <laughs> My man can dance. That's how he got his happy little feet, his, uh, his quick feet around second base. All right, okay. You got to go on my Instagram, really, TC, and you got to see the picture I posted of him as a kid. It's a, he's in a gold suit with a top hat and a cane. Uh, you got the whole thing done. All right. So, TC, you're going to think that I'm bandwagoning. I'm telling you, I, the, one of the things I was going to say last week, I swear, is that, you know who's my guy? Christian Arroyo. He's my guy. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's my guy. He's no, Christian I would Arroyo. see. Now, that's because you guys didn't pay attention last year. If you watched any of the Red Sox last September, <laughs> I was yelling about this guy nonstop. He was the 25th pick in the draft. Wow. This guy was a legitimate blue chip. And, you know, he got called up at 21 years old. So, uh, you know, in baseball, if you don't perform right away, they can move on quickly. Had a wrist injury. But this guy, you know, San Francisco traded him to Tampa Bay in the Evan Longoria deal. He was traded, you know, in one of the deals with one of the best players in the game. So the guy, and now you look, he's getting a chance to finally play. Guy's only 25 years old. He's just a little bit older than Devers. So that's a good call. Christian Arroyo. Uh, is a guy who is uh, finally getting a chance and, and could end up being their everyday second baseman. Uh, great. It just proves you can be like intensely competitive and be a nice guy and a great teammate. He's got that blend perfect, you know? Yeah, and he's a grinder. You know, he's. Uh, I, I've been quoting a, a friend who's a coach. Uh, he's actually, I mean, Hampshire guy, Sean Griffin, was a longtime soccer coach at Plymouth State. And, and he has a great line says, you need piano players and piano movers. You know, not everybody is the is the superstar. Sometimes you need the tough guys who can move things along. And Arroyo uh, grinds out every at that. Really good defensively. So that's a good call, A Train. I, ah, like, I like very nice. Say. You know, what I like too. Uh, the, how talk about Nesson going into overdrive? Last three days, got uh, <laughs> four Red Sox games and two Bruins games. Give me that. Yeah, we've been uh, we've been we've been busy. Been a lot of people stumbling all over each other at the television center, but. <laughs> it's uh, it's a blast this time of year. You know, usually by now you're getting into the hockey playoffs, and and those go you know to the national networks and but now because the, the season's going later, and the Bruins play like every other day. Yeah. Uh, so it's just crazy. Again tonight they play the Islanders again tonight. We've got oh game one at Fenway. Although we'll see if the weather holds out for that because uh, you can't oh, play yeah. the At least it's not snowing in Boston. Yeah, I know. Thank goodness for that. So I just went to your uh, Instagram, really TC, and uh, this yeah. picture of Jerry is the cutest. He's got a little hat. He's got a shiny jacket, some shiny shoes, little pinstripe pants. And the great thing is, if you look at the comments, our friend who we like to talk about, Joseph Laboon, weighs in and says, great fashion. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. All right, TC. Well, thank you so much. As always, a pleasure to have you on the show. And uh, we hope to see you in the 603 very soon. Green will be the hot color on your radio.